Hi, this is Andy Lippy, live streamer, and you're listening to GMI. Hello and welcome to GMI, the Guitar and Music Institute. My name is Jed Brocky, and today I'm bringing you a very wonderful person. His name is Andy Lippy. His speciality is live streaming, and Andy knows an awful lot about it. He creates videos to help people around the world live stream. Now this has predominantly been gamers in the past, but as we've seen with a couple of the recent podcasts where I'm talking to classical and jazz and rock musicians, everything's changed with the pandemic. So live streaming definitely gives us an opportunity to get out there and really it doesn't seem that a lot of musicians are engaging that much with it so far or have engaged with it in the past. You're really going to be interested if you're looking for different ways to connect with people around the world. Andy's got a wealth of knowledge and a great reservoir of videos and he's online on various platforms. You'll hear about that in a minute. Just by listening to this podcast, you can get 15% off any of the GMI Guitar Shop products. Just come on over to the guitarmusicinstitute.com website and go to any of the podcast episodes and you'll see there's a code there. Copy that code when you go along to the gmiguitarshop.com and you can get 15% off. Now, if you like how GMI Guitar Shop is actually structured, then that's down to Shopify. GMI are working with Shopify to offer you a 14-day free trial if you have products or services that you want to get out there to the world. We have used Shopify now for at least two years. It's a fantastic offering. It's not expensive. It's really well thought out and it's got masses of support. So if you have any products or ideas for a business or services and you want to get out there, head on over to today's podcast and just click the link and you'll get 14 days free on Shopify. Okay, coming up now is Andy Lippy telling us all about live streaming. Andy, it's Andy Lippy. I've got a real celebrity on today, folks. It's great to see you, Andy. Thanks for doing the podcast. No, it's, it's an absolute pleasure, Jed. Thank you for, for reaching out. I, I can't can't wait to see what you, you're going to ask me. I'm a little bit nervous, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to be nervous about. It's just this whole coronavirus and the, the world that we now live in has kind of changed things. And many people, wrongly in my uh, opinion, think that everything's just going to go back to the way things were. Uh, mm. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. As no. much as they want. <laughs> <laughs> so... What you're about, is, uh, as much as I've seen, is live streaming. You're a bit of a guru and you're bringing things forward. And I was so excited that you said yes to this because I think live streaming could be the future. Could you maybe tell the listeners around the world about what you do, Andy, and your, your vision for the future in terms of all of the, the live stream content and platform? Yeah, so live streaming is kind of blown up, um, especially due to um, the, the world that we live in at the moment. I actually stream on Twitch and they're kind of revolutionizing the, the boundaries with what can be live streamed. So a lot of people um, won't have heard of, say, Twitch until recently due to this because you've got different things um, like actual musicians now using it. So I'm guessing you probably want to talk to, to me a little bit about how that works. That was something that I, Twitch is an online platform, isn't it, for streamers, but mainly gamers. But I thought that's why GMI Live, my own stream, is get, I'm going into this because I don't see that many musicians on it, Andy. 
Yeah, so it's now, it used to be just aimed at gamers. The whole marketing for Twitch was just for gamers. And it was, that was the whole foundation of it. But especially since the uprising of uh, COVID and everything like that, you do have more people trying to express their arts and crafts on there as well. So not just music, but you've got people making models live on there you've got people i don't even know just writing books there's just weird things anything that you want to see live or any sort of hobby gardening i've seen on there that was how, one how about i was like stop frame animation <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's literally yes honestly i've seen i've seen that sort of thing and they um, teach a lot of people as well it's great it's something that i love doing people come in and just ask how something's done because i'm all right at music and different things like that and they'll ask how they can implement that and share their passion with the world so yeah live streaming is massive at the moment it just seems to be growing would that be fair to say yeah it's the the growth has been incredible uh i can't remember the actual figures but the the amount of money that is actually being made uh, in live streaming uh, through sponsorships you've got large um, companies now getting invested with live streaming because it is the future uh, to be honest i don't watch telly anymore for instance i never watch any live tv because i could watch anything i want either on youtube that's been pre-recorded or even live streaming on there or i can go and visit some of um, people uh, and talk to them live as they're doing something so you can ask them questions. You'll have, I do streams from time to time where I go more in depth with OBS, the software that you use for broadcasting, and people come in and ask me questions whilst I'm live. So all them burning questions that you ever have, rather than just leaving a little comment on a YouTube video, you get to speak to somebody live in the moment. So I think it's just bringing kind of people closer together as well. Yes, I mean, let's face it, the terrestrial broadcasters are just pouring poison in our ear anyway. But um, that's a big jug you're drinking out of. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andy's drinking out what looks like a massive giant tankard, glass tankard, if that's not an oxymoron, which it probably was. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the, that's it because, okay, I'm going to tell everybody and you my dirty little secret. Oh, uh, I, when I was uh, a kid, I was really into model railways and seeing that I'm getting on a bit, you know how everything's arch form? So, yeah. yeah, I'm getting back into it again. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, uh, I think it was the BBC, um, actually put on something about model railways. And it was this guy, I don't know what his name was, he had a handlebar moustache and he was a very English sort of gentleman. And I can't... <laughs> I, can't, I remember how excited I was that something, a hobby that I was interested in, it was actually on mainstream telly. Now, yeah. now everything's catered for. You, you yep. go on YouTube or anywhere, and, and it's like the depth that can go into, they could never do for us, could they? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to take another example of a guy that I saw recently just building Lego. He bought the uh, uh, the big Death Star from Star Wars as Lego, and he was just doing a build through, and you get to watch all these Lego enthusiasts. I think he had about a thousand viewers as well. I think he, he was, was forty eight, was wearing brown corduroy trousers, and was still living <laughs> with his mum. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> You'll end up an alcoholic, I'm telling you, they all do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. And why do you think, am I right to say that musicians have been a little slow to come to this party? 
Genuinely, yes. I I definitely do believe that. I, I, don't, I don't understand why, because most musicians love technology. Like, we all love technology. It's what we live and breathe. When you're in a studio, how many gadgets have you got around you? It's one of the things I was a little bit concerned about. There, there, there should be more musicians on there. I mean, there has been an uprising of musicians, especially actual professionals. Uh, you'll I get emails no end now from um, uh, bands in town uh, saying this person's live streaming, this person's live streaming. So I think people have started to realize that that could be the next level of gigging because there's there's a lot of revenue there as well. You get an exposure and it also allows you to just reach your audience in a more personal level. So before we get on to things like Filthy Looker and all of that, you said something just before we came, went on to interview, and that was about how easy it was. Now, I'll be honest, Andy, I haven't found it unbelievably hard, but I haven't found it a cakewalk to get into live streaming. Um, Can you maybe, and that's because from a musical uh, point of view, there's a a lot about microphones and this and that and the next thing. But if someone isn't doing that, let's just say they are, I don't know, painting. Hmm. How easy would it be for someone who was painting to get into live streaming? It's honestly a cakewalk now. Um, with the amount of support that is out there, so, such as myself, for instance, that uh, I do a lot more advanced tutorials, though, which I think I need to start doing some basic ones as well. And the, with the, the support that's out there, it's literally as easy as downloading a piece of software, OBS. That there are a few other ones out there as well. Uh, and literally pressing start streaming because all the support and the kind of hand-holding through the setup process is all done for you in a way and then if you do get any sort of issue you just literally google that issue and there'll be forums left right and center so what sort of equipment would you need what would be a basic setup there for musicians or indeed anybody who might not have thought about live streaming what would they need for a basic setup well I'm not going to lie, this might sound a little bit silly, but for with all the apps now, you can just stream directly from your phone. And we all know in today's, uh, or, or your new iPhones and your, your Samsung phones, everything like that, their, camera, uh, their cameras and their microphones are actually getting pretty decent. I mean, it's still uh, a, a phone. It's not going to be as good quality as using an actual XLR mic. But if you were just getting started, I've, for instance, I've done a gig on Twitch, uh, where I was doing a band practice and I was uh, with a new band and we thought we'd just live stream it, literally nothing else, just an iPhone on a tripod and we just played it all. Yes, the bass and everything due to compression didn't sound too great, but you could hear the songs. So that's all you need. You just need a phone, a tripod and away you go. Wow. And what sort of software? You talked about OBS. Could you maybe tell the listeners about OBS? Yeah, so OBS is called Open Broadcasting Software, and that's available for literally every single platform, which is great because the the user base is getting massive now. And that's what, because I started using a Mac at first because working in a studio, um, I, I always do a lot of music recordings, and I just find Logic a little bit easier to use for me. I know there's obviously other software out there that you can use. And starting streaming on OBS on Mac was a little bit of an issue. But then as it's kind of gone on, it's very easy to use now. So OBS as a whole is a piece of software where you'll be able to put 
any sort of imports or we call it uh, different scenes, for instance, uh, where you'll be able to change different scenes and have different cameras set up or add your chat to the screen. Literally anything you want to showcase, you put it into that piece of software and it gets broadcasted straight away to whatever platform you want. What I found really exciting about OBS is the sort of hive mind structure of it, where people all around the world are you know it's open source they're they're making things up for people for example i was looking at various multi-stream solutions so i could stream my stream to facebook to youtube to twitch etc and someone's just come up and written something that works for nothing and that saved me 15 dollars a month yep Yeah, it's phenomenal. I've actually been reaching out to a couple of developers and different things like that to kind of just innovate more on the platforms as well. So you'll probably, you've been checking out my videos. You'll probably see that I talk about a lot of different plugins and different features that you can add inside of OBS. And I'm going to kind of name drop him now, Exeldro. He's uh, quite a close friend of mine now. And I come up with ideas and he literally just puts it into action. So now there's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. The people that you meet, he's from the Netherlands as well. So creating, it's just bringing people closer together that are miles away. And it's great that everybody shares the kind of same passion for it as well. It's the, the friendliest community I've ever known. I think this is so wonderful. I interviewed uh, a German gentleman whose name right now escapes me, but uh, it's it's it's, oh, it's Richard Kaiser. Funnily enough, he's German, and he runs a company called WikiLoops. Uh-huh. And WikiLoops is all about. It wouldn't work for me, but for many people who are maybe part-time musicians or semi-pros, they can actually collaborate with people. And Richard's vision is to get people all around the world, regardless of where they're coming from, collaborating on musical projects together, which is exactly yeah. what he's doing. And and what you've just said there, Andy, sort of reinforces that thing that all the things that separate us apart actually melt when we're all working together to do really useful things that we can benefit ourselves and others for, right? Yeah, it's all about that that teamwork aspect. And rather than not necessarily complaining about problems you have, why not create the solution? If you, you've got an idea, to me, ever since I've, I've started doing uh, Twitch and broadcasting, it's always been about the innovation and taking everything to the next level. What hasn't been done? Create the new standards uh, of, of streaming. So, yeah, it, it's so nice that, that only happens when people collaborate together. It's like, for instance, this podcast. Uh, I wouldn't be able to, to share my thoughts on OBS and branch out to more people if it wasn't for, for yourself getting in touch. You see with Twitch, what sort of numbers of people, how does that work, Andy, for people maybe who don't know it? Uh, I'm assuming that you will do a live stream on Twitch and then you might make a highlights program and the thing may stay up. So... There may be a whole bunch. What sort of numbers watch you live? And then how much is it watched after the event? Because I have to say that your friend on the OBS forums is now putting up your videos there. So that must be having a great effect as well. Yeah, that's that's huge. For, for things like that, it's all about just kind of working smarter not harder. So whenever you've finished a stream, you can download that 
directly to to your computer or if you want to get a little bit advanced you can record at the same time so you can cut elements out like background music if you wanted to as well i won't get into that now and working out what the best kind of way of managing that as well so when you're live streaming that's where i probably get most of my viewership but obviously starting from scratch you start from that big zero number of viewers which there is a, a good cheat to get past that which uh, I'll, I'll give you a free hint is just leave your own phone on get your partner to leave her phone on uh, get your family to watch you just anybody that's about different uh, machines you'll be on five viewers ten viewers before you know it and and then the rest you'll get ranked higher in the videos so you'll be able to get more viewers in as if by magic <laughs> i mean for me i've only done two live streams on twitch um, but i've already got people following me i couldn't believe it <laughs> yeah so, yeah uh, and i've doubled my um viewership live from one to two oh. so you can use my little two secrets and you'll uh, <laughs> you'll uh, you'll triple it easy as that the nice thing about twitch is everybody wants you to succeed everybody it doesn't matter even if you get like trolls coming in um people that that kind of now, i've seen some of that stuff what's i've seen even i think do you have a troll or two yeah i i actually call my stream the troll stream uh because i give people the power to uh to break it uh basically take control for instance if somebody donates a certain amount of uh, money then it crashes the whole stream and gives it the blue screen of death it's quite comical um so we call it the troll stream because they take control so i'm probably not the best person to talk about trolls because everybody in my stream is <laughs> so you're going after the troll troll vote is that right yes that is it. Uh, it but it's we're all we're all the same on the internet and you do get people that that come in to try and um say obnoxious things and different things like that but as long as you just take everything with a pinch of salt it's ever since the internet was around we've always had that thing and i think we always will have that but as long as you just keep yourself to you not keep yourself to yourself but just just take everything with a pinch of salt and just don't worry about it okay so we have twitch and obviously we can stream onto youtube live and facebook live now there is another thing that i wanted to talk about which is quite interesting i've not really interfaced with it at all it's called discord what's discord yeah. all about discord's a wonderful place <laughs> at times um again it can be quite a, a troll haven depending on your audience for instance i use discord to just connect with my viewers uh, and even people that just need help so it's like a giant chat room that you create a new uh, monitor and obviously you can get some moderators to help you with that and you'll be able to just create different channels for help for instance i've got one that's called stream aid similar to my youtube playlist so if anybody has any streaming questions because we're kind of the hive mind like you say there's a lot of streamers in that discord together we can all help each other out and even do some cool things in there like live streaming or potentially doing movie nights and really connecting with the viewers so what's a movie night so a movie night would be where we all watch the same film at the same time and you can be just on text chat or voice chat just like you're sat next to each other but you're not <laughs> discord is it really uh another messenger yes and no uh, it's uh, i'd say more it becomes more like a, a forum 
the than just a messenger because there's so many different abilities that you could do in there like you can live stream in there so for instance you um I, i'm not really one of these people that give too many perks out for subscribers and things like that uh but you, you could create private streams like one-to-one tuition in there and only certain people could get into that if they need to or if there was secret tips and tricks, uh, I follow somebody that does FIFA football, for instance, and he gives his predictions and things like that to his subscribers so nobody else can get their hands on it. So it, it, it's quite nice. It can be quite a reward for people that, that help support your content that you create. Yeah, I'll look at Discord, but I think it's a little bit down the line for me, one step at a time. Um, yeah. What's your background, Andy? You talked about working in a studio. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, when I say work in the studio, I just do it for myself. <laughs> I call it the studio because it makes me feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm from Chesterfield originally in the UK, and I just I play a lot of music as we we said. I'm self-taught musician. I can't read music. I, I'm just kind of just a, a listen and play kind of guy. What instruments uh, do you play then? Um, I, drums, piano, guitar, bass, uh, violin. Uh, just I'm I'm a quick learner. I, I think I just have a, 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 a knack to just kind of pick anything up. A good problem solver. Yeah. And all good problem solvers usually can 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 do things like that. And you, you have streamed yourself playing as well. Yeah, I actually um, have a little point system on my channel and people can, when they get to a certain amount of points, they can request me to play a song for them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been a little bit struggling recently with, with, with a bad throat and not being able to, so I've not done it too much recently, but they seem to love it and it's nice to, to connect in that way. And it's actually helped me in music as well because I've just released a, an EP Wow. That it, it was kind of a little bit of a thank you to everybody for supporting me because a lot of people have donated, viewed, just even, we call it lurking. It's if somebody is just watching the stream, but they're not there. So, so a, just, a, a voyeur. Yes. Basically. <laughs> so I created a, a two-track EP called Runaway Widow that my other half, actually, I'd say better half, uh, wrote the lyrics for uh-huh. so you do she, understand we, that lyricists get 50 percent of all royalties <laughs> well i'm just putting that in there <laughs> so andy how many people actually follow you on twitch so i've been roughly doing it for about two years and on twitch the we've just hit the milestone for about three thousand five hundred. Uh, which, which is incredible. Like I say, two years. I actually did take a year out, so it's been more like a year, um, which I won't get too much into to detail with, but I, I did struggle with depression. And it's, well, being a creative person, I'm sure you, you'll know how sometimes you get a lot of emotions when things are not necessarily going your way, but when you, you your own worst enemy, really, with, with that kind of thing. But that's for another day. You see these three and a half thousand people. Do you know roughly where they are in the world? Do you ever get stats on that or is it just three and a half thousand people? Yeah, you get stats on absolutely everything now. You can see where where they're from, your age range, different things. Can you like see that. into their house, Andy? <laughs> can you see into their front living room, Andy? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's incredible. It, can you it's... turn the fan off on their computers and burn their houses down if they didn't pay you money? Shh. 
they're, they're, the, they're the secrets that, uh, that uh, you'll have to subscribe on YouTube to find out. <laughs> so the, the the question I have to ask, because some of you, well, in, in recent weeks I've noticed, because I subscribe to your YouTube channel, there's a, a lot of output. Uh, how long are you spending a week on creating content? And the second part of this question is, how do you manage to kind of, you know, the three-legged stool approach, rest, work, and play? How how do you keep that in check? Yeah, so luckily I'm a, a very good multitasker. Uh, they actually on, on stream they call me the king of multitasking because I'll be playing a, a really in-depth game, but reading chat out loud and keeping track of everything at once. And that comes in great um, hand-in-hand with... Um, creating content because for for instance the the content that i do put out like you say i've been doing roughly four videos a week something like that and the trick is with that is do everything in one take less editing work so i'll uh, just literally film a video all in one take and just be like Okay, that's it. That's done. Because I go straight to the point, as you probably know. I, in the I have noticed that sometimes you're having a meltdown inside because the dog's barking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they're not barking now, to be honest, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that's a funny one. When I can just see inside you're going, shut up. But no. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, I think that, again, that's another thing that brings us back to, to being so human, like we spoke about before before we started the podcast, about being more human. And we, we were talking about uh, just being down to earth, really. And you don't have to pretend on the internet. You can just be yourself. Somebody will love you. So does that mean that you do your work in maybe one, one day? What I'm getting at is kind of, I remember I went along to a YouTube conference uh, quite a few moons ago and the feeling that I got and I think I actually said it in the actual uh, you know when they put the sort of the machine on your head and suck your brains out <laughs> I think uh, I said well you know there has to be something else other than just watching and creating YouTube videos because <laughs> that's all they would have you do um, do you make time to get outside smell the fresh air look at the flowers, you know, walk in the woods, lurk, lurk, and be a voyeur in the woods. Do you still keep time for that? That's what I'm asking you. Yes, it's a very important part of uh, the creative process. Uh, That kind of ties in with uh, the depression I told you about because I did it completely wrong the first time around. I'd be doing a live stream for eight hours a day, and uh, then I'd still be going to work normally as well on top of that. Uh, I know it's only part-time work, but doing eight-hour days sat at a desk is not healthy. It is not. Um, so I, it's it's one of the things, juggling your time is the most important part of doing any sort of content creation. I think that would be a brilliant video to bring out, by the way. Yeah? Because I don't, I don't think anyone's really addressing that. No, it's, it's unhealthy. I see uh, many people, I've actually got all my close friends starting to do a lot smaller streams. For instance, I do two a day now if I'm not at work and it'll be two hours at midday and two hours at 6 p.m. as well, which gives me a four hour break in between to do whatever I need to do. And especially when it's summer like it is now, I can I can go out at night as well and take my dogs for a walk. So you, you're constantly keeping fresh. 
And sometimes you might just go, right, I'm having today off. <laughs> That's the best part about working for yourself. <laughs> are, are you full-time at this now, Andy? Uh, yes, I, I'm classing it as full-time. I'm still uh, going to work part-time at the moment, uh, but that's only 24 hours. It, it works out three days a week. Without going into too many details, uh, as a generalisation, it actually does, through the streaming, bring in income that is more than just pocket money. Would that be fair to say? Yes, 100%. I would recommend for anybody to never look at it like that, though. It's That's one of the bonuses for me. For, for instance, I've not really seen any of the money because I've reinvested it. So constantly, whenever you do get an income, people start saying, ka-ching, money in the bank sort of thing. Oh, I got this for doing this. Six <laughs> bottles of wine later. <laughs> you know too much. That's the missus. She usually runs off with a card. <laughs> 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 it's, it's recently um, bought a new PC for me, uh, which I've used to upgrade my stream. So every and I've just bought a new chair because I'm sat here probably eight hours a day in total. So it's it's one of the things. Don't be selfish with it. Don't look for the for the money. So don't leave your job to do it. How do people monetize? Let's get all corporate. <laughs> How do people monetize their stream. So with a stream, you if it's on Twitch, um, I'm not too sure with other platforms, but on Twitch, you have to reach a certain milestone, which I think is 50 followers and the average of three viewers. So with the handy little hack that I told you earlier, you'll be able to uh, get that very easily. And then you get different features onto your channel. And Twitch make it very good to allow people to uh, give you money. In different ways, there's. Um, why, some... why would they do that then? I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm amazed just... at all this stuff. You know, I, I know people talk about gamers, and they have folk throwing money at them. I, I just, I, I literally can't get my head around why yeah, someone would pay someone money to because they're watching them playing a game. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I get very angry at people. I'm just like, could, could, do, you, do you want me to refund that? Because <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very, as you know, down to earth. And I don't like people, I like to give things out for free as much as I can. And uh, on on Twitch, you get subscribers. So that's similar to, imagine subscribing to a magazine. Uh, it's five ninety nine a month, or is it four ninety nine? I'm not too sure. What do they get for that, Andy? So they get a couple of things. <laughs> they get they get to say they're a subscriber. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a big helper. They get like little badges and and do emotes. They get hats? And... Do they get wee green hats through the post? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start sending yeah. green hats like leprechaun hats. And they've got to send you a photo. <laughs> Aye, that's right. <laughs> just a sort of a hall of shame you know <laughs> oh fantastic right i'm gonna i'm, I'm not gonna take that idea <laughs> no, but if you do actually put it out there i'm on a royalty 50 50 right so, <laughs> so uh, people can subscribe and pay you money f just because they can i love that <laughs> fantastic it's, it's very nice it is it's because people want you to succeed and if you think about People view your content because they want to be there. It's like I was saying right at the beginning, I don't watch TV anymore. <laughs> so basically, I come along, I watch you playing a game, and I can give you 4 99 a month, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah, there's other ways of doing it as well. You've, you've got the standard PayPal donation, 
which is something that you can do from the the get-go because anybody can do that at any time and yeah there's also something called bits which a little bit like just kind of like throwing pennies really just to it's kind of like a bit of a crowdfunding sort of thing and uh, if you if you like myself you make different actions happen on screen when something like that does happen for instance when somebody does um 1000 of these bits which i think works out at 10 dollars it crashes my stream and turns it into a blue screen like windows has just uh, crashed so people enjoy that sort of thing really so yeah it's nice to give something back so uh, a, a bit is like like a cent or something like that yeah, right. but it kind of causes a bit of bit of hype, really, when uh, you get a lot in because it gets people excited. And so that's you're... fantastic, Andy. So you have people that subscribe to you. Yeah. Now, what other than subscriptions and buying bits or bytes, how else can a, a stream be monetized? Is there any other ways? So there's tons of different ways that I'm working on at the moment. So there's YouTube, which I'm kind of doing about £2 a day, which is not really a lot, but it all adds up in the end. You've got uh, just Twitch for everything that's going through there. You can do merchandise. Does that you- ever work? Have you ever sold? Do you have a merchandise shop and have you ever sold anything? I actually don't, but I've had so many people requesting. I actually have an Andy Lippy t-shirt that I got printed when I first started, and I was going to a gaming conference, um, convention, sorry, and I thought, oh, it'd be a great way to kind of just showcase myself a little bit. Do you know a guy called, now what's his name? He's a right smoothie, Harris Heller or something. Yes, I have heard of quite a few of his videos. The interesting thing about Harris is he told everybody how much he was making a year. It's like half a million dollars a year. Yeah. It, it's, Are you jealous? It, um, I don't really know. I'm a kind of guy that likes to just, uh, I'm very down to earth. Like I keep saying that, I'm not about having things. Terra, like, terra firma sort of individual. Yeah. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't know what to do with it, if I'm honest. Uh, I, I'd be straight on the Lamborghini, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, I had a friend round the other day um, He's got a studio, fantastic guy And um, we were just catching up basically He was talking about moving, uh, you know, getting a bigger place He's he's an older guy, family I uh, mentioned to him about the whole live stream thing And I think surely studios have got to be looking at Not just offering recording facilities But the ability to have live stream so they can more or less create a a video with cutting between you know with these uh at uh, the atom mini pros and all that cutting between the f- cameras do you think that's the way it's going to go andy do you think that's a reasonable idea well believe it or not that is something that myself and my other half have talked about as a future business plan absolutely um, i'm glad you said that because I, <laughs> I was thinking about you and i said that uh, and uh, be, being obviously quite knowledgeable in the the area, it'd be very fitting for me to jump into that role. But it it definitely is the future because there's so many people that want to see and connect with people. Because imagine you're writing an album, everybody loves looking at the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, even like though it's here. boring, everybody loves it. It's funny. <laughs> They're just like, oh, well, you don't look very attractive when you're on a studio day at all, do you? <laughs> I don't look that attractive 
any day. <laughs> but I do know that folk love that behind the scenes thing, you know, the warm up and the, that, the, the squabbling behind the scenes. So it would be, it's great to kind of showcase that with your fans. It, it's, it's all about the connection, I think. I keep, keep bringing it back to that and making things personal because imagine, like, when I say back in the day, I'm talking before that just the live streaming blew up and uh, social media and things like that. There was no way for famous people to connect to their audience. They were just kind of famous. But now people understand people's lives and creating that connection is what brings people back into your your whole ethos about anything. So, for instance, people keep coming back to see me because I'm very personal friendly and uh, just give everything all my secrets i just give away for free <laughs> you're for value yeah yeah there's always kind of something and i don't i don't like secrets because it's all about kind of just taking things like I say innovating taking things next level and you can't do that unless you collaborate so do you know any secrets about say the vatican or um you know these guys the uh the, the masons do you know do you know that we have to be for another uh, another is that, session? Is that another another podcast? Yeah, <laughs> isn't it really the the fact is that there there is one thing that kind of not bugs me um, that I've I've watched is there are so many people offering you advice on how to do things, but there's not enough people. Is there is there more people showing you how to do things than there are actually doing it? Yeah. It's a bit like these things about, I don't know if you've seen it, this English guy who's really smooth and he's always, try, <laughs> he's sitting in some uh, big office over and it looks down onto a beach behind him and he's talking about, yeah, I used to have, uh, I really, I had a great job and, and all this and I have the family and all that, but I hadn't. I didn't have it always always major on I didn't have any time to spend with the family and that's until I found out about passive income yeah and then what you find out is there's millions of these adverts of people saying exactly the same stuff and saying it's him that his system <laughs> that they're not actually producing anything other than telling you it's a massive pyramid scheme yeah. <laughs> have you seen it have, yeah, have yeah, you seen yeah. that guy? It's Love unbelievable. Perfect scheme. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could, yeah, hey, and and you've, I've had folk for Sweden, I've had folk for Scotland, folk for America, and they all say exactly the same script. I wanted to spend more time. I had a really brilliant job. I threw that away to have passive income, making YouTube videos, and spending more time with my family. <laughs> They're always super smooth. I love them. Maybe I should sell out and do that. I, I'm I sure wish I you would, man. Food. In fact, I wish you would just do it for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I... put it past me. Don't put it past me. I've just done a cover of YMCA and called it DMCA. <laughs> that would be brilliant. You know, I I didn't have lots of money, but I've decided just to throw it all away and make passive income. <laughs> I mean, what is passive? Who yeah. do you know who's who made that phrase up? Passive income. 
don't know. It's funny. It's great. It is great. It's income that doesn't care who you are. It's completely The end of the video passive. is, my, my wife and kids have left me now. <laughs> That's right. Before and after. I live in a box. <laughs> what is your view on live streaming? Where do you think ultimately this is going to go, Andy? Can you look into the crystal ball and tell us what you see as you mix the runes in front of you? If I can mix my metaphors and i do <laughs> well the the future is just it, it's like anything it, imagine technology how fast processes have come on it's it's very exponential and it's very quick but it always gives you the point of when's the end the, the it's always difficult to keep pushing forward whereas live streaming and twitch are very big at the moment and it's kind of in the area of where is it going to end? When we're going to kind of level off a little bit? Uh, for instance, the amount of kind of innovations that uh, I come up with and Exceldro comes up with, the little things to, to make streams more interactive, for instance, that it's all right, that's done now, but what's next further on? It's hard uh, to keep up. And I, I tell you, Edinburgh is one of uh, four UK cities that has now got that super duper fast internet connection for true fiber yeah that's yeah. right you can get a is it a gig a gigabyte <laughs> now that changes that's a game changer isn't it 100 percent. i mean when you think how many videos um things that people do upload to youtube um how quick it is to upload high quality videos now and with your upload speed when you're live streaming the, the quality that you can pump out you can you if Twitch allowed it, you could do 4K streaming and uh, 60 frames a second, which is phenomenal. Just That's better than watching it on telly. The trouble is n not everyone watching it could see it, could they? No, but then with the, the fact of uh, changing the, the resolution like you would do on a YouTube video, anybody can watch it however they want, which is just... It's so available for everyone. If you wanted to hear it, hear, hear it just like a podcast, you can change it to audio only. So it is available to anybody. It doesn't matter what sort of internet connection you've got. But giving them that option by giving them the highest quality setting and the lowest quality just increases viewership. I think there's going to be a lot of people looking at what you've talked about in terms of offering not just a studio solution, but a performance live stream solution. Yeah, I've actually helped um, a couple of guys out in a band that were setting up a live rig, a couple of cameras, and they'd set the scenes to automatically switch between each member. And I kind of got them to go a bit next level. I was like, why don't you add some panning in there as well? So, so zoom the camera in a little bit and allow OBS to move the elements around screen. So rather than just having static images, you could just press a button and it'll constantly just switch between people panning in, zooming out, different things like that by automating. So it, that that it, sounds really interesting. I'd like to know about that. Yeah, it's it's using the motion plugin that Exceldro made. That, uh, it, it started off by pressing, if you press a button, it moves from one point to another point. And now it's got to the, he started adding more and more to that. Again, we, we create so many ideas. The, the growth is exponential and crazy. But then when, when does that idea end? But now you can, the possibilities are just endless. I don't know how to even begin explaining what I do on my stream. That's what I found quite overwhelming for a while. To be honest, Andy, 
I've got a Stream Deck, so that's like a, a it's basically a, a fancy macro machine where you click a button and it does stuff. But there, there was a whole thing of I didn't just want to turn a camera on and start playing guitar. I wanted to create a show, mm. and that uh, meant creating multiple scenes and and all of that. And it can be uh, quite overwhelming, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I do the tutorials that I do. I'm sure, as you know, um, looking on YouTube, there are so many people that just happen to uh, get the videos to go over 10 minutes for that extra ad revenue. And uh, I'm not like that. I get straight to the point. If a video needs to be one minute long, that's it. It will be one minute long. If it needs to be five minutes long, it'll be five minutes. Rather, rather than getting a video and you waiting three minutes to find, oh, that's still not the piece of information I need. You, you fast forward another two minutes. Okay, here it is. And that piece of information lasts 30 seconds. And then you've got another five and a half minutes of a video that you don't really care about. Yeah, I, there's a, a, one that I watch called My Mate Vince. And it's a guy called Vince who basically uh, fixes stuff in his house. He seems to have the most accident-prone or uh, breakdown-prone house in the world, right? It's <laughs> he's, he's, his washing machine, his freezer and all that, and it's really kind of incredible, but I've kind of rumbled him. Two things, he, he pretends he knows absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the second yeah. thing is, his videos are about an hour and a half long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, well, yeah, I know what you're doing, Vince. We all know. We've rumbled you. <laughs> Basically, to sum up, you think, would you, no, not you think, would you say, would you think that it's a good idea for musicians, in all seriousness, especially with this pandemic that's currently with us and probably will be with us for some time, it's a good idea for them to have a good look at live streaming. A hundred percent. It'll even for for new musicians, uh, they're they're probably not going to be able to get gigs and different things like that due to to what's going on at the moment. And live streaming is quite scary at first, but it's great to build your confidence up playing in front of people. It's different trying to play guitar in front of your family to complete strangers. Even if you don't have any viewers, it's still quite scary that you're live on the internet. Anybody could be watching you right this second. So 100% it's great for all angles. People could help um, you write songs. I've had people send me some random lyrics and I put them all into a song. So 1 million percent, get on live streaming if you are a musician. Andy, thanks so much for taking part in this podcast today. As always, I've learned loads. It's been great to meet you. No worries, cheers. Well, as I said at the top of the show, Andy Lippy's a bit of a live wire and that podcast interview certainly proves it. He's got so much to offer and he works incredibly hard making content for people around the world. I would really urge you to consider at least looking into live streaming. It's really quite thrilling. It's I found it quite challenging, to be honest, with certain audio requirements, uh, but that's got to do with acoustic guitars and microphones. It depends on what you want to do with your live stream, it could be a very, very easy thing to do, just basically switch on and go. That's it for another show, I've uh, really enjoyed putting this one together. I've got something in the pot which I've got to follow up and hopefully you're going to enjoy that as well. So from me, Jed Brocky, thanks for listening, bye for now.